welcome back. We've landed on episode number eight of the 3% podcast. We've come pretty far. If you like what you've heard so far, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page and follow us on Instagram so that you're the first person to know whenever we post new videos and upload new content. I'm Dr. Chasani Watson. I'm Dr. Richard Starkey. Dr. Cortez Lewis. Hey, yo, listen, if you don't know who I am at this point, you're not paying attention. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dr. Adesola Fidehi, if you weren't paying attention, let me let you know. All right. He is the crazy one on the podcast. Or maybe not crazy, but he has some out risky. there. Risky. Some risky. out there ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a unicorn, special in his own right. All right. But today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about how we found our jobs, okay? What were the three most important factors to us when we were looking for jobs after we graduated? And some tips that we have for new grads as you guys are coming up, graduating, new grads, recent grads, how to find a job that makes you happy and targets everything that you want. So for me, the most important things for me when finding a job were the location. So I wanted to be in the city. I didn't want to just be near the city. I wanted to be in the city. I didn't want to have a super long commute. I didn't want to live out in the boonies. I didn't want to live out in the burbs. Like I live in Atlanta. Atlanta is big. Atlanta has a lot of traffic and I don't like traffic. So that was a really big deal to me. Finding a job that was close to the city, finding a job that didn't involve me traveling to multiple locations. I wanted to have a one location office. That was extremely important to me. I liked having the same patient base, having the same staff every day, and not having to, how should I put this nicely, correct other doctors' mistakes. I don't like doing other doctors' follow-ups. I don't like doing other doctors' Rx checks. Like, I don't like doing that. So I wanted to make sure that I was in a practice where my patients just see me, and that was it. So that was important to me. Um, again, patient flow. I wanted an office that um, I didn't see too many patients per hour. I wanted to see two to three patients an hour. That worked well for me. And an office that didn't involve me working every single Saturday. I don't like working on Saturday. Optometry, unfortunately, most practices you have to work on Saturdays. But I want to at least be off for at least two Saturdays. And that's what I got. That was really important to me. And then salary. Um, I wanted to make sure I made X amount of money and I had my limits and I wasn't going below that. No matter how much someone thought that I was worth, I had to negotiate and negotiate and negotiate because I wasn't taking a job that was lower than X amount of money. So let's go over to Dr. Lewis. All right, all right. So for me, she's talking about negotiation, which negotiation is good. I agree with that. You should always negotiate, especially in the optometry world or any professional in general men tend to get paid a little bit more than women because women tend to not negotiate as much up front. So that's just knowing your worth. If you're an optometrist, your worth is the same across the board. You're able to do the same thing that everybody graduated with you is able to do. So as far as me, I'm very flexible. So for me, my three points are money, money, money. I didn't even care about location. I was very flexible. When I say that, I mean, I was willing to go anywhere in the U.S. as long as the, the numbers made sense. And with the numbers, you also gotta look at the benefits, the entire package, what comes with that. So I remember uh, in my fourth year, I was already out there looking for jobs. I wanted to have a few jobs lined up before I graduate, which I would recommend that to any student. 
get, see what's out there. There's plenty of there's plenty of money out there. There's plenty of jobs out there. So when you graduate, you're not just sitting around in dead space. You already got a few things lined up. So I think my my initial contract was actually uh, it was a very lucrative contract. Uh, I was actually supposed to be in the state, North Carolina. Actually, what my sister Rochelle is working at right now. But anyway, I was in my fourth year of school. Uh, I met. You have when these different companies come to the school, they'll provide lunch. So naturally, you're going to go and hear what they have to say. So, you know, different companies came to the school. I got a very lucrative offer. I mean, I mean, my initial contract was probably 180K, 185K for that first couple years of practicing of optometry. And it was broken down in a kind of a weird strategic way where the base was 150. Every year, if I continue to work for the company, it was an additional 25K on top of that. Plus, if I was traveling to different locations, that was an extra 5K or so. So I actually had a contract of about 180K coming out of school. So for me, it's, it was all about the money. What made sense? How can I make enough so I can pay these loans and still live how I want to live? So everybody's different. Uh, but I would say do what makes sense for you. Negotiations are good. We talked about that. But sometimes you can't negotiate. So a lot of times if you're not flexible the way I was, if you want to live in certain states, certain areas and practice, then your salary might reflect, oh, you're in a popular city versus a small rural town or the country. Your salary will reflect based on where you want to go. So all of my colleagues may not have had a contract the way I had it, but I was willing to go almost anywhere, you know, and be uncomfortable for a few years just to make it make sense for me. Yeah, so I have to go with what Cortez is saying. For one, I was for the money. For two, I was for the money. And I'm going to throw it in a little bit different because the benefits. When you are in this type of setting in corporate where you have not only your health insurance, you can get a simple IRA. You have all these other things that in certain uh, practice modes, you may not get these same type of benefits I did. Um, want to have that particular aspect when I was finding a job. So yes, I definitely needed that money aspect, but I also want the benefits and the stability that comes with the type of setting that we're in. You know, when you think about even the whole COVID situation, we were in a very good predicament where the lowest we got hadn't been working for two months and we're still getting 70, 80% of our pay. You can't say that a lot with all these other um, practice modes. So the fact that we had a lot of stability in our practice compared to other modes of practice, I did like that. But it all came down to money for me. I'm not even going to lie. But I also needed to be in a place where I was in a city. I couldn't do what Cortez said. I couldn't be in a small rural town. So I had to be in a city but in the city making money. So I was also a very flexible person. My flexibility also came with being afloat, but I wasn't going to float an hour away from where I was located. I'm floating 20 minutes within the Charlotte County area. So these were kind of the things that I negotiated in my contract where I did float to get that extra income on top of my um, negotiated salary, but you know, I can travel within a, a decent range and not be looking at all this additional mileage and all that associated with floating floating doctor. What do you think, Solar? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with all you guys, man. I, I do, I do, I agree. You know, if you guys remember, um, 
back when we was in school, what was, I, what was my whole thing? Cortez, what was my whole thing in school? Man. You remember? <laughs> man, you don't remember what it is, man. I was trying to do private practice. He don't know. He don't know. Yeah, he ain't my yes, friend. No. He don't know. <laughs> we, my whole thing was private practice, private practice, private practice. I'm going to do my own thing, my own thing. When I was in fourth year, I drove all the way to Carissa Springs, which is in the middle of nowhere, to look at a practice that uh, that an OD was willing to sell, man. And, and he was, I mean, he was making, I mean, he was killing out there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so it's just crazy, you know, where, where we are now, where I'm at now, which is in the corporate setting. You know what I'm saying? Which, to be honest, it, it, it's, it's, it's for the reasons that they say, that they just stated, it's actually really great. But because I knew I wanted to do that and I still want to do that, right? My wife and I do want to have a practice that is ours, right? Because I will tell you this now, ownership is key. Owner, I, I'm going to say it again for those in the back that ain't listening to me in the back, back there. Ownership is key, right? You, nowadays, you, you got to, you, you, right? You, if you're going to put the work in, put the work in for yourself and for your family. But and before you get there, it's okay to do what you got to do because the ends got to meet. You dig what I'm saying? So for me, you know, what I, what I can say is, is that being in the particular setting that we're in now, um, it's interesting because I remember my boy Cortez got me into the corporate setting that I'm actually in right now uh, because of the particular offer that they offered him. I said, hold on, how much they paying you again? You say how much? You say 180 what? You know what? Let me go ahead and get them phone numbers real quick. Let me go ahead and get that phone number because, you know, that, that was what really was, was the situation. You know, when you get out of school, like we all said last episode, th those loans, they, they start coming, right? And if you, like I said, I got particular goals in life that I wanted us to hit. And I said, I got to go ahead and get to the bread right now. So that's the number one thing that, that really this particular corporate setting provides is that you get to the back. You know, it does provide you a really, really nice, comfortable back. The second thing is there's no headache. So for someone who like me, who I know in the future, I'm going to own my own practice. We're going to have our own practice. Um, but it comes with a lot of headache, guys. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't as glorious as people, people, you see the name on the, you know, you see the flashing lights and it's great, but uh, it definitely comes with a lot of headaches, right? When I'm at my particular location, I don't have to market. I don't pay for advertising. I, if a patient don't show up, it don't affect my bottom line. I'm still going to get paid. You know, I, Basically, you kind of come and go as you please. You do what you want to do. And then when you leave, it does not follow you to the crib. You, you are free of the practice and your job when you actually get home. It does not work like that in private practice. So at the end of the day, that is very, very lucrative. Um, and it's very, you know, uh, uh, what's the word, conducive to a lifestyle that you're trying to live and allows you to stack up. The third thing is, is the, where I'm at in my particular life, I needed freedom to be created. I needed the freedom to be creative. For me, like this is how um, the real estate investing came about, right? This is how uh, I did luxury eyewear came about. This is how all the other things that I'm doing in my life came about was through the freedom of knowing that, hey, for the present time that I got right here, I'm going to get the bag, do what I got to do. But it gave me the freedom to do all the other things that I really, 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 really wanted to do, which was to be an entrepreneur. So it, it, it showed me like, hey, look, you can do this too on top of being a doctor. And that's something that I love. And that's something that this particular situation that we're in right now provided. So at the end of the day, I love it. So think back on that, knowing what you know now, based off of all the things that were important to you when we were back in school, when we were graduating for a job, 
what tips would you give to new grads looking for a job? What's the number one thing that you would tell them? You need to make sure that you do this when you're trying to find a job. Look for this particular anything, whether it be salary, negotiating, what would it be? What would your tip be? So that's a good question to sign and be honest with you. It's a great question, but I can't answer it that way. So for me, I can't, well, I'm not really concerned about that. I'm going to let you guys give them the tips on the, you know what I mean? I'm going to give you, give, give them all that stuff. I'm going to have y'all think about the big picture. That's just the kind of person that I am. At the end of the day, I want you, whoever you are, I want you to, in the end goal, do something that really makes you feel fulfilled in your life. That's all I care about. Because at the end of the day, when you, like I said back in the day, when I said, what's your purpose and your calling? That's what's going to make you feel fulfilled. That's what's going to make you feel like, man, I'm accomplished in what I'm actually doing in my profession. Because at the end of the day, although this job is, is cake, but you get burnt out, not because it's hard, but because you are doing a lot of the most repetitive things day to day. So at the end of the day, if this is not what you really signed up for, or you was trying to do for the rest of your life, then set yourself up for what you really want to do. And for my wife and I, we really want to have our own practice at the end of the day. And we want to be able to go on mission trip and do faith-based medical mission. We want to do that a lot. So that's what is actually going to be fulfilling to us so that we are proud of the contribution that we're actually making to the profession. Like that's what, that, that's what really matters in what you decide to do at the end of the day. So that's what I would say is that I would encourage you guys with is please consider what is it that you really trying to do that's really going to make you content and really going to make you happy. Because until then, you just existed. You're not really living yet. So, yeah, I'll take that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That That's basically the same logic I kind of have. And go re where you're happy at the end of the day. Because if you're in a place that you're not going to thrive, you're not going to be able to have those experiences outside of your job, then you're not going to live a fulfilled life. You're not going to be happy in what you're doing because you don't have this other thing to take away from your job and have something else outside of your job that can basically give you this fulfillment. So, you know, go where you're going to be happy, whether that be in a more rural setting, if you like the more low key kind of route, that was not me. Or if you need the city life, I need to be able to have drinks with my girls out in the town when I need to. So that's kind of just my logic of, you know, besides what you're doing in your day to day, go where you are going to feel fulfilled in life. And that it has a lot to do with the location of where you're going to be practicing. I will say that, you know, I did mention a lot about money just previously, but after a while, when you're making all this money, it means nothing at the end of the day. Because I got to a point where I was spinning the wheel, spinning the dial, seeing so many patients a day where every check I got, I had a bonus on it. And I got to the point where, like, the bonus was not worth how I felt at the end of the day. The bonus was not worth me getting up in the morning, dreading to go to work. So I got to the point where, you know what, I don't really want to work five, six days a week. I only want to work four days a week if I'm going to work this hard anyway. So after a while, when you're making the money, it's just not as fulfilling. When you don't have it, that's your drive. I want to make money. I want to make a better life for me and my family. But once you get it, it's, it's almost negligible. I remember when I first, I hadn't even graduated yet. I was so about the money, money, money. I hadn't even graduated yet. And, you know, I would probably never tell anybody this, but I would work on other doctor's license. You know, they would pay me 
half of what I would make as an optometrist out here in the real world because I had the skill set. I had gone through the rotations. I knew what I was doing, but I would go out into the real world and say, who, who's looking? Who, who needs help on the side? I'll come in. I'll walk around the office. I'll do little things here and there. And it turned to me actually doing what I would be doing in the real world. That's practicing optometry. Of course, I didn't have all the credentials, license, and everything at the time. So they couldn't really pay me a full salary day or whatever that looked like. It had to be like they signed off on my charge. They did things away where whatever happens, it will fall back on them if I were to mess up. And But I was looking at the money. I might not be getting 600 or 650 but I'm going to get half of that and I'm going to go home that day. So it, after a while, it's, it, it gets old. And like, like Sola and the rest of the ladies said, you want to do something that's fulfilling, that's, that's going to be long-lasting, something that you can pass down to your children and your family that you're proud of. So for me, I would say the biggest thing is know your worth, right? So know your worth when it comes to your salary. It's a really big deal. I do know you go corporate, some practices will still try to lowball you. Like ask your friends what salaries are being offered and don't just take a low offer because that's all you were given. They will give you more money. Ask for it. If you don't ask for it, you won't get it. You will get more PTO time if you ask for it. You will get the hours you want if you ask for it. You don't want to work every Saturday, tell them. Like, if you ask for what you want, you will get what you want. Don't be afraid because, like, oh, I'm a new grad. Like, I just need to take what I get. Wrong. They want you. They need you, all right? There are a lot of us out there, but they need every single one of us. So if they're not giving you what you want, go to a different company. There are a lot of corporate companies. We all work for corporate offices. They're different, but ask for what you want. And if one company doesn't give it to you, another one will. That's a big one. Another thing is the money, like they all said, the money is sweet, but the money is not worth your happiness. The money is not worth your time. The money is not worth being burnt out. I'll repeat that again. The money is not worth being burnt out. You will make a lot of money regardless. You will bonus regardless. But there's a certain, you have to find your happiness level and your salary level. At a certain point, more money does not mean more happiness. And you have to find out what that level is for you. But it's a very important thing for you to learn because you don't want to go to work every single day, making all this money every single day. You come home every day, tired, burnt out, upset, ready to quit. You're like, why did I even do optometry? It's not even worth it. It's not what I thought it was going to be. You're not actually helping the people the way that you thought that you would. You're just spinning dials, giving glasses or like, you're burnt out, so now you're just starting to see people as numbers. If you can handle high volume, great, do you. If you feel like that's something that is going to be very stressful for you, don't do it. It's not worth it. Find a job that will make you happy and one that you know when you go home at night, you can sleep well and be comfortable. If you guys have any more questions about our job search, feel free to DM us, post comments on our video, let us know what you think. And if we can help you in any way, we'd be more than happy to. I hope you guys and enjoyed this. And I did want to add something. I wanted to add something for you before you wrap that up, too, because I'm, I'm actually really surprised and I'm really impressed that we have a very holistic approach with this concept because, like, we're young, so the expectation is work, 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 hate your life, work, work, work until you're, like, 50. And then, like, you know, then you can, like, be happy and comfortable and all that. No, no, no. Nowadays, we gotta work smarter, not harder, right? Like, there's gotta be a quality of life aspect into what we do because what we actually will do 
will be more effective if we actually like and enjoy what we're doing. So don't get it twisted though. Every situation is not gonna work out immediately the way you think. Sometimes you do have to trust the process. I always say, you gotta stay 10 toes down. That means you gotta literally just trust your process. Stay firm on where you at, but you gotta always believe in where you're going. You dig what I'm saying? So in the meantime, yes, you do have to put in the work, but you also gotta consider like, hey, there's gotta be a sense of like, hey, my life is meaningful and purposeful. And like every day I'm achieving something that actually matters in the world. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it really does, you, you do get to a point where you are mature enough and you will realize that uh, the money is really not the the, the, the whole shebang that, that we think that it is. So, um, so with that, I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. You will get to where you want to, your destiny, your goals. Uh, but don't be discouraged if you do have to work corporates or do this or do that just to get there. Just trust your process, stay 10 toes down, and you'll get there. Yeah, that's really good. And there's nothing wrong with working corporate. That's the other thing. We're not bashing corporate. There's nothing wrong with it. There are people who work corporate their entire lives, and they're very, very happy with it. And if that's you, that's fine. But again, if that's not you, that's fine too. And that's something you have to accept and realize and, and be okay with that. If working private is for you, you never even want to touch corporate, that's fine too. But also with working private, you have to know that a lot of times that comes with a lot lower salary starting off than if you start off in corporate. So those are things that you have to weigh and see what's more important to you. And that's, that's a big deal, but something you have to really research when you're looking for jobs. And I'll say researching jobs is a really, 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 really important tip. Like looking at covalent careers, looking at Indeed, and there are a lot of other websites you can look at for looking for jobs or just like talking to colleagues networking 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 that's a huge deal on how to find jobs a lot of optometry jobs aren't even posted like i know the job i got wasn't even posted i got it because i was close to a recruiter and she texted me was like do you want this job it's open and so if you stay close with recruiters stay close with your friends stay close to your professors and your network your network is literally your net worth like if you have a good right. network you will have a great net worth and you will find a job that you are happy with financially and in the location that you want and all the cards just line up so like make sure that you're networking throughout school even if you don't get the job that you want right after you graduate that's fine keep networking until you find the one that you want there is no rush it's a slow game like you just graduated enjoy that enjoy the big money enjoy whatever you get you don't even get a full-time job okay fine just keep looking for what you want to look for it's not the end of the world like you're gonna be working for a long time. You just graduated. So take it easy and enjoy the small wins. Hope you guys learned a lot. Let us know if you have any more questions. Peace out, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.